guess what? There's an update. I'm still locked in the closet. Yo, what up, Mr. Andy? What's happening, man? How we doing, brother? Doing good, doing good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, for everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Ryan with ATXML Podcast, and today we have Mr. Andy Flores. Uh, he is a jack of all trades down in San Antonio, and we want to reach out oh, to him. Big. Yeah, we want to reach out to him today to see how he's handling the uh, the COVID pandemic, how he's being affected personally with his business, with his gigs, and everything, because. Uh, Mr. Mr. Andy here, he's uh he's quite the staple down there in San Antonio that keeps uh as they say, keep keeps the wheels rolling. <laughs> so uh so Andy, let's kick it off, man. Let's start off with the personal stuff. Uh you can get as much detail as you want, but just let us know uh how you're doing personally, what you're seeing around you, where you're at uh in in Texas, so we can kind of get a check on how everybody's doing in the different locations. All right, cool. Well, thank you for asking. I appreciate that, number one. Number two, I'm down here in San Antonio, Texas, of course. We got all the people who don't want to listen to the stay-at-home orders and go out <laughs> having car meets and going out and having birthday parties with 200 people at them. You know, the, oh, that's norm, no the normal birthday party, the, the normal birthday party thing here in Texas. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, we're doing, we're, as far as my family and me, we're doing good. Uh, just dealing with everybody, you know, as far as keeping it. Keeping it close quarters, you know, we're, we're a, a lot of us are getting cabin fever, of course. You know, me, the wife, the kids. Oh, I think we all, all are. A little, oh, yeah, man. I mean, we got to, I mean, me and my wife, we, we do this consistently. So we do this regularly as far as, you know, making sure our kids are good to go, keeping them entertained for the whole day. You know, we have a one year old, we have a four year old. We have a one year old about to be a two year old. So we're already into the terrible twos now. Oh, yeah. So. You know how that you know how that one goes, but yeah, yeah you mine, know, mine just turned seven. He drops the, yeah, see, he drops a block, and that's the end of the world. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as far as down here, we're doing pretty good, man. I, I appreciate you asking. Basically, we're just um, business wise. You know, I'm I'm one of the essential workers, so to speak, as I believe you you yourself are too. Yeah, um, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, because we we are we are mechanics, uh, and you know, we, we get a lot of people calling in. I uh, run my own business. It's called Metal Gear Mobile Mechanic. Nice so name. We run it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, we run it. It's just a one, one man operation. Me and my wife, she helps out when, when she can. But yeah, I mean, the business is, is going as usual. I mean, uh, it's not the client, not as much clientele and volume as I have been. But, you know, I'm so blessed to be able to work. It's just uh, going out there kind of sucks with, you know, you don't know who you're, whose house you're going to or, what area of town you're going into. Yeah. I, get, I get calls regularly and I'm, you know, I, I, I glove up and mask up and I've always worn my mask wherever I go is regardless because, you know, you don't know what people got. <laughs> oh, so you're, you're a, you're a avid wask, uh, uh, wask mask wearer, uh, from the beginning. Oh yeah. But I'm not, I'm not one of the surgical masks. It's more of a, they're called, uh, again, from SA fishing. Okay. Uh, basically it's like a, it's, it's, 
it protects me. I can breathe. I, it blocks all the dirt, all the dust, any airborne stuff. It's, it's not a surgical mask. It's one of the, it's like a, imagine a big tube. Okay. And the tube can go over my over my face and over my ears, and I put my hat back. And basically, that just that just keeps me protected from anything that's coming into my nose. Because I mean, you know, you know, well as anybody, if you're doing brake pads or anything like that, you know, all that brake dust is going up in the air. You don't oh want man, that to go that's the worst. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm an avid. I, I wear my mask frequently, as well as the gloves, because you know I've I've been doing this for over 21 years, and you know, back when you were a teenager, you're like, oh, I don't care. I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll do whatever. I'll get my hands dirty. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll stick. I'll stick my hand in brake cleaner and I'll be fine. Yeah. And then you know, five years later, you got bumps all over your hand. You're like, huh? I wonder where that's from. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, as far as that man, the, the business wise, it's it, it's going. Uh, just you know, not the not the not the volume I've been wanting, but we are we're doing very good. I hope y'all are doing doing well over there also. Yeah, we're doing we're we're, we're doing all right. I've been cut into. Split shifts, so two on, two off, two on, two off, stuff like that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I will say that I have successfully earned about a week's worth of pay in my two-week pay period. But in my two-week pay period, I've been basically cut down to one week. So I'm trying to look at it optimistically. So, you know, and I refinance my house so I don't have to pay the mortgage for the next two months, which is... super good timing (laughs) but i was already paying attention to the markets anyway because i wanted to refinance because i've done it before so i kind of knew what 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 to look forward to and what kind of benefits there were and it's not like i'm missing two payments like they're just kind of forgetting about them they're just putting my mortgage on pause for two months and yeah they're they're just adding it to the end of it right and that you know i would just want anybody that owns a home or is thinking about doing something like that, you know, I highly recommend looking into refinancing your house. Some do it just to get a lower tax rate. That's what I've done over the past two years. I've gone from 4% down to 2.75 just for, Very nice. yeah. I mean, I've saved a, a bogaloo of money. If I plan to keep the house for the 30 years, I'll effectively have saved anywhere between 30 and $50,000 over the term. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, anyway, that's this shit's a big gap. <laughs> this shit's boring talking about housing and adulting. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, right? That's that's how you can. That's how you can. You know, we're we're adults now. We're talking about this, and we can talk all day about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, remember when I refinanced in 2020? God damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good to hear, Andy. That that you're still that you still have clients, and that they still have the financial ability to, you know, get their vehicles fixed so that they because they might be essential workers as well i can only imagine Mm -hmm. that the people that are coming out either have something under warranty like where for me i work at a dealer so that's really good that people come in and get you know warranty items taken care of because they don't have to pay for it and kia has to pay me so it's a win-win yeah it's a win-win for for all that yeah yeah i mean there's there's different there's different concepts we go around all day long but the fact that you know, a lot of essential work. I, I do get a lot of essential. Like I have, a, I have my about fifty percent of my clientele is military, so oh, I, yeah. I cut them a break because I know exactly what they're going through. And you know, a, a, a small percentage is is in the healthcare field, and they literally take they go above and beyond, uh, and that's what that's why I appreciate them and I give them I give them a good you know, little discount, uh, just because 
they they know that they're in the field and they know that they're around it. So they don't even come near me. What they do is they get their key, they sanitize the crap out of their keys, they put them in a baggie, and they shove them in the car. Oh, wow. Just to keep that extra, you know, from us exposing ourselves to each other for whatever it may be. If I have it or, if, you know, one of, the, one of them have it, they, they, they watch out over me because, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's bad for the essential, essential workers out there. And, you know, I have a lot of people coming up to me and just, Oh, well, you're lucky you still have a job. I'm like, it's, I was like, you want to trade? Cause I'll I, trade gladly. Hey, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, we, we can tell you firsthand if you're, if you're stuck at home without a job, it's not that we don't feel any empathy for you. Um, we definitely want everybody to be back at work because then we would be going to shows and buying merch. Exactly. Doing Exactly, and enjoying ourselves, having a beer, you know, getting out, talking to people. Yeah. So whether it's just, whether it's just for two bands, or you know, whether the bands may suck or not, it's <laughs> we're still going out. We're still you know talking to people and you know doing our doing our thing. But right now, you know, the first show I got to be able to see uh, right before all this hit was Dropkick Murphys, and they did a fantastic production oh, damn, on their nice. on their end. And, well, I didn't actually like see them. I saw them on on Facebook Live. They were in um, they were in Boston doing their thing, right? And they had a full production set up to where they did a full live, and they they had this show already scheduled. So they just refunded everybody the money and told everybody, "Here's the link. Let's go watch it. Let's make this thing big." And they went out and did their thing, man. And you know, they didn't disappoint. Damn, they so not, treated just like they treated just like any other show, man. So not only did they refund everybody their money. But they went the extra mile and basically set up the show via live uh, format. Exactly, and it, and it was a fantastic show, and it sounded great. Well, that's oof, that, and that's you know, and that's what um, up here at the Noise Factory in Georgetown, Texas, Eric is having Saul come over from Headquarters Film Production and Taylor of uh, Titan Audio. And they're all having uh, live live uh, sessions with some bands, but that's I mean I don't nice. think they're doing it anymore. But they had they did a handful a few weeks back. Uh, Snake Father just had theirs all released. So if you want to go check out the noise sessions on YouTube or go to Headquarters Film, I'll share a link possibly here in the next day or so. But it is good to see that people bands are still hitting the grind, and you know I've talked to six or seven people that are in bands and mm-hmm. one, one thing that stuck with me is someone said now is the time to live your life like it's your day job as far as music goes because yep. all you you ain't got shit better to do so start nope. writing some riffs yep. and get some lyrics on paper and just get it get, in pre-pro. get pre-production going get in get everything rolling because once this goes once this goes once the virus goes away and the virus never just goes away. Uh, I'll put it like that for all, all the listeners is, is that understand all these viruses that come out. The reason this one is so scary is because there's no vaccine for it. Not yet. So I, I want you, I want y'all to take it into consideration as far as everybody, I guess, Oh God, I hate saying this. Everyone our age, you know, there was a uh, game we played back in the day on PC called Oregon trail. That's the shit. When you got this, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, when Oregon you got Trail. Hysteria, when you got the hysteria, guess what? You were good as dead. But, you know, in the, some cases, they lived. But at, at the same time, it's yeah. a video game. Get that yellow I fever. Mean, think of, exactly, man. That's it. 
<laughs> you got a broken yoke and no fucking food. You gotta go shoot some rabbits. <laughs> oh man, we're showing our age, huh? <laughs> they did. Oh man, I'm surprised they haven't. You know, they probably have brought it back by now. I'm probably gonna go on the hunt and look for it uh, after bro, we get off the phone. Bro, that, hey, honestly, just go to Walmart and they have one. They have a handheld Oregon Trail game. <sighs> Shut your mouth. Yeah. Not even playing, dude. They have a handheld, like the old school Sonic Adventures or whatever it is. You know, the little black, little black guys on the LCD screen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they have an Oregon Trail game. I Dang. saw the other day about, I about shit a brick. Well, <laughs> looks like we're going to Walmart tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Good, good luck with that. <laughs> right, it'll probably be, it's probably one of those things that sells, it's like it has a niche market that sells out real quick whenever shit hits like this. <laughs> All the handhelds are gone. All the Uno cards are gone. Yeah, fucking Jenga. All the, all out the board the door. games are gone. <laughs> but, um, so dude, let's... I have, I... No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just say, I have a lot of bands, dude, that have hit me up, that have asked how I'm doing, and I'm like, hey, I'm I'm going through each day, man, as, as you know, as what I do. Uh, I mean, like like you said, I'm a man of many masks, and I, I, I do booking, I have my band, I have my business, I have my wife's business. There's a lot of stuff that we have continuously going, and right. you know, uh, you know, going into in, into the the next part of this would be, you know, how we how do we recover from this? And, and that's the, that's the question I've been getting a lot of just with with these bands is they're like, well, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? You know, I, I, I'm not a seasoned vet. I've done my tours, I've done my shows, I've done my stuff. I, you know, I've gone out there, I've done my things, and right now this hits this hit all the musicians. So it's a simple fact that I believe even a little bit ago that musicians are allowed to, you know, file for unemployment. That is like true. Working musicians, working musicians are allowed to file for unemployment. You know how long that was overdue for? Uh, just the simple long fact time. that <laughs> long time. Cause you know, some of these bands, some of these bands and some of these places, this is, that's all they do. That is all they do. They play music for a living and, you know, I bless them. I, I, I give them, my blessing on all, all of that. Yeah, I talked to uh, a hard market, man. Yeah. I I talked to this uh, this young lady named Hannah Bearcat, and she is a Berkeley graduate, moved down here, and she had some really big gigs lined up for South by with like Uber and some other people, some other big name companies, mm -hmm. all, all paid gigs. But that's what she does for a living: is she goes different venues, she'll sing at different things for like ACL and South by and stuff. But she also has her band. Hannah Bearcat, which they just yeah, they just I've won. actually booked them a few times. Yeah, solid, solid band. Definitely uh, nice to have a sound like that in the mix here locally. But you know, when she told me how she was affected, I was just like kind of taken aback. Like, wow, I actually didn't know that you did this full time. And that's another thing why I like doing this is because this gives us us a chance to really kind of get to know everybody a little bit better. Which ultimately, you know, in the long run. When me and you see each other, we're going to have, you know, even more of a personal connection. So it just kind of, I, I like doing this and I like hearing the stories, even though the situation is as shitty as it is. No, yeah. And I, and, and I appreciate you, everything you're doing with, with this, your, your metal podcast, man. Um, oh, thanks, but man. yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a whole nother realm of different things. You know, I listen to a few podcasts here and there. There's some that I'm sitting down and I'm just like, I, I kind of just phase out. The zone out. I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's good. And then I come back in and I'm like, okay, what did I miss? 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I kind of do that with like a Ted radio hour or maybe like the Joe Rogan podcast. I'll have it running, like, especially if I'm at work, it'll just be on in the background, but then I'll catch like a segment or a sentence or a phrase or something that was spoken about. And I'll just be real. Tell wait, 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 wait. Let me turn off the air guns. Let me, let me, let me rewind here. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up? Uh, so what's going to, what, uh, let, let's get into the exposed underground a little bit. Okay, cool. For the, uh, so, yeah, uh, so give us a rundown of like what it is and how it works. And if you're in a band and this and that. Okay. So uh, basically, um, let me reintroduce myself. My name is Andy Flores. I am the owner and creator and, you know, anything of all that nature of the Exposed Underground series that we're doing. Um, I also have my band, which is called Evil Assassins. Evil Assassins, you know, we've been around for a few years. We've done, we've opened up for a lot of different national acts. Um, you know, we, we, we hold our own with everybody. Uh, as far as, you know, you know, they get the, the name of the game, it's ticket sales and stuff like that. You know, we have our fans and we have our solid fans that will come anytime, anytime that we have a show. You know, we don't oversaturate, and that's 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 the name of the game that I tell every every single band. That's good. Is that don't play every week at, in, in the same town. Don't play every, you know, every day or whatever it is. You know, spread your stuff out. Make every show an actual event that your friends want to go to. Because back in the day when we first start, when I first started this thing in band, we were playing every other week, and you know, you get Oof. those friends that are like gung ho, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, definitely, we'll be there. And then that starts getting old and they start, stop going and stop. They want, they don't want to hear the same shit over and over and over again. <laughs> you, can only write as, yeah. you can only write as much as you want, man. But you know, everybody has their lives. Everybody has their stuff. And the band, my, my band now, my evil assassins band, uh, it's, it's, it's different. We're all, we all have kids. Well, majority of us have kids and we're all family. We've all been through the, the ringer before. So, the exposed underground idea came from two different two different things. There used to be a show on HBO called Reverb. This was a while back in in the nineties. That you know, Bush, the Smashing Pumpkins, Garbage, Mighty Mighty Boston's. I can go on and and you know, we could relive those days if we wanted to. But at the same time, all these bands would come on there. They'd have two or three static cameras that were just there, switching back and forth. You know, old school. Yeah, old school cameras, you know, going through there and then getting the mix from the board. That was I, I love the idea. I love the idea of what they were doing, so we could actually see a band perform if we couldn't see them here, or they weren't going to stop in San Antonio on their on their tour. Uh, like let's say Smashing Pumpkins, before they came back here, it, it had been years before they even came here. The last time they came here was with garbage. So garbage, oh my being goodness. able to being yeah, see what I mean? Nostalgia. Being able to to see these bands perform, you know, one or two songs, and that that's really all it was. It wasn't a full set, and they sit down with the band afterwards. You know, give a little, you know, talk, do a little interview, just pretty much saying thank you, hi everybody, how's everybody doing? You know, they have some fan questions. They have fans come out of nowhere, you know, do the the starstruck thing. You know, the oh my god, and they're like, oh look who it is, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, so the concept of this idea came from from Reverb. Um, I, I like the idea, and it, it, this has been sitting on me for a while. Uh, throughout the years, I've I've done booking several different places. I've done Life Sound, um, 
promotions, bookings, you know, bookings for other bands. I, I ran different things. And, you know, everything I've done put me into a different perspective of things. Um, I used to do book. I used to do some booking at Fitzgerald. I used uh, Fitzgerald here in San Antonio. This was a long time ago when it first opened. I did some booking over there. I did some live video. I did uh, some audio. I did. I set up the lights over there with with my buddy Winston. He did the sound, and I helped him set up the lights. You know, I rigged up all the lights. I set up all the, the lights in the controller. You know, whatever it is, there's there's a lot of things that I did, and then I started doing my own thing uh, at Mineshaft. Mineshaft was a. It's, I don't know if you've ever been to Magic Time Machine here. I have not. Um, in San Antonio, uh, Magic Time Machine is pretty much you can your waiters are different, different people of time. So like you can have Robin Hood serve you one, one day, one day, and then you can have Captain Jack Sparrow serving you another. Oh, that's pretty. It's a whole other. <laughs> it's very interesting. Uh, but in the back, which no one knew about, is that there was a place called uh, Magic Time uh, uh, Mineshaft Saloon. Mineshaft Saloon was the little rundown hole in the wall that no one ever knew about. There were $7 pictures of Ziggenbach all night long, uh, live yeah, music, small stage. I, you know, I provided the sound and lighting. I was able to leave my lighting up there. You know, th- there was a, these shows that I did and I didn't charge cover on these shows because we couldn't, it was, it was a bar that they want everybody to come into. So, you know, you have your friends, your coworkers, Hey, why don't you come over here to, uh, on this weekend and blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is. And, you know, I started doing that for a little bit. And then I started focusing more on my band. That's when the band started really picking up. We started doing all these shows. You know, we played with Traps. We played with uh, Nonpoint. And, you know, we started getting these bigger gigs to where it just kind of sat with me. And then after a while, all this started coming together. Like, okay, well, I, I wanted to do this, but I wanted to do this. And what ended up happening with Exposed Underground is I had this, this thought in my head to where it just kind of clicked at that time. It needed to be done at that time. Uh, we have a local radio station here. I won't mention any names, but I don't want to get no heat for it. Uh, we have a local radio station <laughs> here. They do their Texas thing. Uh, they do their Texas music, you know, for one hour. And I see, I, I keep hearing the same bands over and over and over which I get it, you know, it has to be a certain product to be on the radio. I get that. But we're in a digital era now. Everything's the radio. Everything is a radio. I mean, shit, this, you know, this thing right here is the radio. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and as far as, you know, live radio being dead, I can see that. Uh, different formats, they work for some people, they don't for others. But I can say about 70% of my clientele, just in, in my own business, they all have Spotify or Pandora or, you know, YouTube music, whatever it is, they all have that readily available. And instead of having to download an FM transmitter for your phone, it's right there. Or, you know, you download iHeartRadio. It's not on there, but it's, you know, that, that, that station is on there. Right. But it's just take, it's just taking that extra effort to listen to the same stuff that you're going to hear the day before. <laughs> you know, I found today so, I was riding around in my car and, there is a station up here called 93.3, but if you have a audio, if you've got an audio unit in your car that has HD radio, there's actually 93.3 HD 1, 2, and 3. And the HD oh, 3 nice. is 
I have no idea why I didn't know about this, but it is the no control radio show. It's literally rock metal. Like I heard obituary and some other, yeah, I heard some (laughs) other wild shit come out of there. Like, and I was was scratching my head. I was like, wait a minute. Why, why have I never heard of this? Because the only thing that I knew was, I believe it's either Fridays or Saturday nights at midnight. Maybe it's Friday night. Chuck Loesch runs No Control Radio, who used to do the Metal Sucks podcast with Godless, who is kind of like our idols. Like that's, you know, we were looking up to them when we first started this, and then they stopped doing the podcast on the radio probably a couple years ago. And we were like, hey, we can fill this void. We can be... Now, again, they were talking to national acts, and we're still, you know, weaving our way through talking to the locals and stuff but that's it just kind of goes to show like you don't know you know i've been living here for so long and i just found this on eight yeah. on an hd channel and i think it's one yeah, of the you, coolest you, things you don't know who you don't know who's around the corner and that could, that could you know help you or right you know that that's going to offer you help or whatever it may be you don't you don't know that for for perfect example it's like i'm i had originally met you i'm trying to remember when i met you um, we we did I the showcase I, with we, JC Productions at the Vibes Underground. Yes, y'all did that. That's when I met y'all. But I was talking to y'all already. Oh yes, I just don't. Yes, I, I don't remember when I started. I think I messaged you about doing a band interview or something like that. Very possible. Um. So, but yeah, no, we we ended up meeting over there, and that's when I started. That's when I walked around the around the whole area, so y'all could see what's going on. And you know, we've been talking ever since, and. You know, you've been awesome with, as far as that. And, you know, i like to announce, if it's cool with you, that, you know, I, I'm glad that y'all are going to be part of this Exposed Underground thing. That's, that's my partner. We're partnering up! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and that, that's what's cool about this, dude, is that, you know, we ha- we both have the same, we have the same idea to, you know, help these locals, locals out. Because all these locals can only get so much reach with themselves. Um, and you know, you interview a whole bunch of different locals and the the fact that I have, I have an ability to do bookings at rather than just the normal spots in San Antonio. Uh, I'm, I'm one of the, I'm one of the, I'm the locals booker at the rock box and vibes underground. Uh, not, not not bad venues. If I must say so myself. I appreciate that. And you know, we, we, we work very hard to keep it the number one spot and you know, uh, we, we get a lot of different things as far as, you know, people getting mad because they can't bring in their vapes. You know, I'm sorry, if your battery explodes in my spot, I'm not going to be held responsible for that. So Very, you can take it back to the car. It's called liability, people. We don't want to spend exactly. insurance money if we don't have to. Exactly. And, you know, and it's not even, half of it's not even that. Most of it is just them getting busted because they have their, their vape, their cartridges, their, their, their THC cartridges with them. Yeah, I mean, you're just, you're just protecting your, <laughs> you're protecting your venue, and uh, if they get caught with that inside your venue, then they the venue potentially has some liability because they let you in. So if you can't yep. respect that, if you can't respect the rules of the venue, then just don't go because you're you're gonna. I mean, granted, you're probably not gonna get caught unless you know if you do it secretively or whatever. But it's always that lingering feeling like, well, you know, maybe this isn't the best idea. You know, it's here on the rules and da, 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 da. So 
Yeah, I support. If you have the little voice telling you it's not in the rules, then you should probably should. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. It's like, should I rob this bank? But, ah, nah, I'm good. You know, you got the little guys on your shoulders. You know, yeah, go ahead and do it. And then you have the other guy. You're like, oh, you really want to think about this? <laughs> you got a family. Don't do this. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, with with that being said, dude, like this explosive underground thing is what is something I've been working on for a while. Um, as far as just the idea now, getting it set in motion, uh, the first exposed underground showcase we had was on December 29th, 2018, uh, that we had a three band lineup and we had a pretty decent, decent house as far as, you know, the fans going in there. We had about a total of about 250 people for a local show. Damn. That's wow. That's, that's really good. That's, that's, to me, that's, that's beyond decent. And, you know, that's the artists, that's the, the vendors that were in there. That's the fans that came to see everybody, you know, and everyone is, every single one of these bands has pulled their weight. And that's where I kind of separate myself from everybody else. Being in the scene so long, I've been in the scene since 2001. And God damn, uh, I was graduating high school. Uh huh. <laughs> Earlier, I was telling well, I was somebody still, how I old was still I felt. In high school, Jesus, I was still in high school. I, I started my uh, I started the band stuff when I was about fifteen. Okay, so I was still in high school. I graduated in '03. So, seeing the scene progress and degress, it's uh, something completely different. As far as how can I put it? Um, Let's go into the fact that you see all this pop. Um, I'm, I'm assuming you remember the White Rabbit back yep. in the day. Sure do. Okay, the White the White Rabbit, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It didn't matter what day. The Rabbit was always popping. Sure was. Bands were doing their job to bring their fans out, make new fans. You know, whatever day of the week it was. They even had, it was, so, it was so busy that they used to have booking parties. Literally, imagine like 50 bands in one fucking spot. 50 bands with their name on a piece of cardboard. <laughs> the, they yell at a date, you, you know, and you only get three dates. So if you go, if he yells at three dates, and you're right back to back to back to back, hey, guess what? You put your name up, he's three dates. Guess what? You're done. Damn. <laughs> and it would fill up quick. So, you know, bands had to be smart about how they're booking and what they were doing. And, you know, uh, the rabbit days, those, uh, those were some days, dude, just the learning experience, you know, how the, how to do a different curve on, on your, on your band slash business and how to actually do this. Uh, you had to learn how to be, be crafty and, you know, not to sell your ass for, to get your, get your friends and your family to a show. But, you know, at the same time, you know, yeah. if you're, if your friends and family know that you have a show and then they can make it, they should. But if you're playing every week, if you're playing every week, then, you know, they're like, I got shit to do. Exactly. It's like, you're like, oh, I'll see you next week or whatever it is. You know, we make every event a special event. And that's, that's the big thing. That's the very big thing is that, with my band, we play once here every three or four months in San Antonio. 
Okay. Uh, we'll play like in we'll play like in Laredo. We'll play Austin, Dallas, or wherever around the area. And we've we've kind of pulled back a little bit on everything because I mean we have kids. We got to find babysitters for the whole night if we're going to play out of town. And you know, there's a yeah. whole list of things that we got to we got to do just to make sure that the show goes through. That's why when I tell some of these promoters, you know, we have a guarantee when we go out of town. Okay. There should always be a guarantee for any any band that goes out of town, as long as you're established. If you're fresh out the great, if you're fresh fresh out the gate and you're green, then yeah, you're gonna you go earn that money. You, you you have to prove yourself first. Like for instance, in Laredo, we we get treated like kings in Laredo. Bro, I, I've never been treated the best in my life <laughs> than in Laredo. Okay. Uh, you know, we get fed, we get we get our guarantee, we get drinks all night, we get a whole number of different things. We even got room and board if we need it. Um, Damn. it's like an hour, two hour drive. And you know, the fact that we packed the place, we packed the whole venue, the venue held like, you know, uh, about a hundred people tops. And that's like nut to butt. So <laughs> still that's, that's a, that's a, you know, even a hundred people. That's a, like whenever we threw our showcase and uh, come and take it in December, we had one thirty two, I believe my goal, my goal was a hundred and we hit it even though there was a handful of comps and whatnot, but still we had over a hundred paying customers and I was able to pay the bands very handsomely and it was a solid show. And so I, you know, knowing what a hundred, a hundred to 150 people look like in, in a tight confined day space, like that's, that's yeah. a solid, that's a solid gig. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I've been doing this for years. I know how to, we know how to do our product and, you know, we, we sell it to our friends, but not at this stack. You know, we, we, ha- we use our fans and our friends, to help promote it too for like you have one of those friends that has like other 15 other friends that always say hey bro we need to go hang out well hey here's your option to hang out right here's now. your chance and, and that's that's how we that's how we've, we've always done it is you know friends of friends of friends and then they come and then they're hooked and then we get them going it, it, it continues to grow and grow and grow and then uh our recent last big show we played was with we opened up for cold at vibe Vibes Event Center, cool. and that was that was uh, surreal. Uh, that's the only way to to describe it. Uh, you know, we have our fans, we have our fan base, and you know, when you go to when you go to big national shows, you know, a lot of people try and get there early to get a good spot to do whatever they do to whatever they need to do to get get there and get the show experience. I mean, I have videos, I have pictures from that show. To me, that that show was horrible, at least for us. <laughs> okay. We had so many technical issues. We had stuff going out. We had uh, we had some people that weren't even paying attention to what they were doing, as far as like like some sound issues. And it wasn't it was none of our house sound. It was it was everybody that was on tour doing it, doing other people's sound. Uh, okay. So yeah, so it, it, things started adding up. And, you know, we get off stage, we're completely pissed off. Like we're pissed off, and just I'm just like, oh, I'm going outside. I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm fuck this. I'm going outside. Like, I need to decompress for a second. Give me a drink. I'm going outside. And, and, and exactly. And when I start walking off, people are coming up. Bro, that was amazing. Y'all did fucking awesome. Da, 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 da. I'm like, did you not hear what we heard? Were you at the same show? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, that, that show was, uh, it was different because as bad as we thought we did, we got the most compliments on that show. Well, that's good, man. And that, 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 that kind of, that was kind of the eye opener. 
like, okay, well, I guess we're treating ourselves too hard. But again, any musician is going to be themselves, and they're gonna, every musician that I know is a perfectionist, own, regardless of who it is. Own worst <laughs> critic. Like I was just editing. Exactly. Like I've I've got a handful of these in the bag already of these interviews, uh, which we're we're coming up. We only got about another another five minutes left here, um, and okay. we I the first one I did, uh, it was it, it's very simple. I mean, it, from a from a editing and the whole process to do this podcast, it's actually very simple. Uh, I am recording through an SM58 into my roadcaster. My roadcaster is Bluetooth to my phone where I'm calling Andy on an SD card. I pop it out, drop it into the laptop, throw it in a session. And the only thing I have to do is just add our intro music to the front, some music break kind of thing in between that kind of announces. Uh, so we'll play something from Evil Assassins. It'll kind of like intro you in. And I listened to okay. my first one, and I was just like, man, this is amazing. And as soon as I started listening to it again, I was like, wait a second. I can hear I my... I gotta change this. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can hear my chair creaking. I can hear... And I'm in... I'm Like I said, you know, locked in a closet for a reason. I've uh, put up two pillows. I did the whole clap test. You know, how much, how, much sound, how much feedback or reverb do I have in this little corner? I put some pillows mm-hmm. up. I cleared that up. Done a couple adjustments. And it takes me. It took me about an hour and fifteen to edit a forty-five minute podcast, but now I've got it down to about thirty minutes. But I'm still picking and choosing things. Like, okay, I'm gonna do this one better next. I'm gonna do this one better next. And so, yeah. for you guys to walk off the stage feeling like you did complete shit, but then get to the get to most compliments for the whole night, I would say that just goes to your your passion for what you're doing to make sure that even though you think you sound like shit, your fans are like. Man, you guys crushed it. Yeah, like they're still they're still rocking out to it. So I mean that that's a blessing in itself, man. That all goes back all to this, you know. What I've been been doing this for for a while now. Since, I mean, really, two thousand one was the time that I just kind of snapped out and started doing this on doing this thing on my own. But yeah, this exposed underground thing, dude. Is our next event is going to be October twenty fifth. Um, we had it scheduled for April nineteenth, but again. That's rest, what happened. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> so we ended up getting a date for October, which is in in the long run a better a better spot because October is always a a, a good a good time to do a show like this. And it's right before Halloween, uh, so exactly. So that's going to help out also, and it's all ages. So that's a, that's another good thing. But with the exposure underground, dude, is is I I put bands in places that they need to be to understand how this works. Uh, on my shows, I give these bands tickets to sell. They have to meet a minimum requirement of 30 tickets. And that 30 tickets, you know, they get $3 off each ticket. Uh, okay. I give them 50 if they want 50. If they can sell 50 tickets, they get half of the ticket. The ticket's only 10 to 12 bucks, depending on how many bands are on the show. Oh, so it's a, uh, it's like a this next one. Tier system. This next one is, exactly. This next one is, is, uh, $12 tickets, but they still make $5 off each ticket if they want, if they sell 50. You know, and it's so accordingly. If they sell thirty, they get three dollars. If they sell four, they get four dollars. If they sell five, uh, fifty tickets, then you know they sell, they get a five dollars off each ticket. Right. So it's it's really up to the band on how much they make. So I give these bands these chances and these options to play this. Uh, I get I get hit up by bands regularly. Regularly hit, get hit up by bands for hey, can we do this, do your event? This is the stipulations for this event, so on and so forth. Oh, well, we don't really have a fan base here. Let me see what I can work. Let's see what we can get you booking. 
to see what we can get you down here more to build your fan base up. And then we can put you on a show. I'm all about, you know, getting, helping bands out that are from out of town. I'm, I'm all about that. I've always been all about that. Um, on, on this show coming up on the 25th, October 25th, I have Apotheca. They're coming down from Houston. Love me they're some the first, They're the first band that we're doing this with to get get the get this started with the Exposed Underground of what it's all about. We're bringing them down. I'm giving them their and giving them a guarantee, yep. and getting them a room. That's what it should be about. You know, it's it. You're coming down from out of town. You have an, you've established a, a fan base here that I have seen for myself that I have seen. So yes, you're going to get your guarantee. You're going to get a room. This is how it's going to work. Now, if you're going out to another, another space, another town, whatever it is, I'm going to work with a promoter in that town to get you a solid guarantee. That's going to cover your gas, cover y'all's food, you know, and potentially make a little bit extra cash. All right. Uh, and hopefully we can even get you a room, but that's what Exposed Underground is about. And the slogan that I have for Exposed Underground is I am one, but we are many. Ooh. And, the, the fact that that holds a very strong, strong spot with me is because I'm just one person. Anybody can do what I'm doing. Do I say, God damn, I say the same thing. <laughs> anybody can do what I'm doing. It's a matter of how much heart you're going to put into it. How much heart are you going to put into, you know, doing what I'm doing or are, how, how is the booking going to go? You know, I've lost money on shows, but at the same time, I, I don't, I don't make money on these shows. All the money that comes in for exposed shows, it goes right back into the show, and it goes to pay to production for the for the night because the production is not cheap over there. Oh, I at any imagine. any venues now, no. <laughs> and you know we, we offer the best stage in town. We also we offer the best sound in town. A lot of our sound guys are people from, that are literally doing tours with bands. Oh, some front of house touring guys. Yeah, the front of house touring guys. That, that's what that's who our sound guys are. And we have a roster of that. So, I mean, there's a different, there's different aspects of it, but it's not cheap. And for the production of what we're doing, we need that. We can't just do it at any little small little bar because it won't do it justice. Right. Uh, so we need the full production set up, you know, and I like, this is the way to like putting it to everybody. It's like the venue on Rockbox where I'm at right now, that's like the WWE of music right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay and I, I put it like that just because you know all these other ones are, are little mom and pops that are coming out as far as sounding lighting stuff like that you know we have other competition but it's to each their own we we have a certain amount of clientele that comes to us they have a certain amount of clientele that goes to them sure cool I get that there's different there's different genres in each different group so we stick to mainly the metal and the, you know, the hard rock aspect. And then they take out the indies and everything else like that, you know, which I'm cool with. I have no problem with it. <laughs> so, but the fact that what we're doing right now with Exposed is that Exposed is giving these artists a platform to play on that otherwise they wouldn't be able to. Right. Uh, and not saying that they couldn't, it's just, they're slim to know chances of coming and playing a show unless you know somebody that's been that's been the that's been the, the stigma in san antonio for so long who you oh, know i know this guy who do you who do you know to get you on these bills and 
I make it very, very known to everybody as I'll look. You want to do the show? This is the stipulation. You make money off of it. You can sell it for this or you can sell it for this. This is how, this is how we're running things. This is how it's, this is how we do things to keep everything fair. And that's my thing is I'm fair across the board. I don't care if you have 400 fans, put your money where your mouth is. You have 400 fans. Let me see them. Here's, here's 30 tickets. Show me 30 tickets. Show me what you got. <laughs> exactly. Show me what you got. Show me what you can do. And you know, a lot, once you put these, once you put it in front of people, then they drop, they drop like flies, dude. You know, like you just spray pesticide, they drop. And a lot of the times they, these bands, though, I, I'm, I am fully against buying into a show. I, I don't like it. I, oh, I'm the whole pay, pay to play I, model. Exactly. We don't, we, I, I don't, I don't do the buy-in. The buy-ins are, are no notes. And that's how you, that's how you get, get your email off my list. That's just because you're throwing your money around. You're throwing your hard-earned money around for a spot for a third, for a 25 minute spot. And I, I don't appreciate that because there's other bands that could, that could be doing the spot. And that's what I'm trying to get to get out to everybody as far as you know, what, how the scene works nowadays. But, Again, it's different with this exposed thing. I'm about being fair. I'm about rewarding hardworking bands. I'm, I'm about being there for them. Uh, well, you know, even even after the fact, if a band needs to do a tour, I can shoot you to the people that can help you do these tours. If you have trouble with artwork, I have people on my on my repertoire that can do the artwork for you. You know, this is what they charge here. Get in contact with them; they can hook you up. Or hey, we want to record a video. Okay, I grab my people that can that do videos, and I shoot them over over to them. So it's kind of they a kind of a one stop shop kind of thing. Exactly, and that's that's what that's what the hive is. The the hive is you know, it's all the one stop shop for all that. So the hive is is your umbrella company for everything. So exposed underground is a show. My business is called the hive, and the reason it's called the hive is because we're all working bees working together to create a big the bigger picture. And you're in Evil Assassins out of San Antonio, and you guys don't fuck around. I try not to fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, this has been yeah, fun. Uh, one thing that I like to do I don't I don't like to do it, but one thing that I am doing is uh, uh, during during the show I like to state at the time of the the show is being recorded how many cases have been confirmed for today in the United States and deaths, and so far today. Today is April 5th, 2020. As of today, we have 337,274 cases. That is up uh, 25,000 today. And we have lost 9,633 people. And that includes the 1,137 from today. Globally, it's a fucking, the world's on fire. 1.2 million confirmed cases with nearing 70,000 deaths total. And that's coming yeah. from John Johns Hopkins uh, data that's being reported. Now, we all know that the numbers are definitely bigger than what's being reported because some countries don't like to tell the truth. And, you know, for whatever. But also, but also, also with the grain of salt for everybody listening, grain of salt, there are more tests available. So there are going to be more cases confirmed. Yeah, I mean, for me, seeing the case number go up is a good thing because it means that people are being tested. Then you exactly. then you start to see the, that curve start to flatten, and that's when we can get back to our normal lives of running and gunning on these uh, stages and bands and all this fun stuff. But yeah, and it, and I just heard right now um, I was listening to 
the radio going going to get some food earlier that California has seen a decrease in cases. Oh, good. So that means that it's you know it's on the, the downslope. Regardless of what they're reporting on the news, you know everybody else. You have different outlets to go look and, and follow yourself. Yes. But you know, from when I heard that, I'm like, okay, cool. It's 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 flu season. Uh, so everybody's going to be getting sick with anything and everything out there. So protect yourselves, wear your mask, wear gloves, wash your hands. Wash, wash your, your damn hands, boy. Lavate las manos. Yeah, dude, thank you. Thank you. I need, I needed, I, uh, I had a, another guest uh, do that for me was uh, translations. So, um, but Andy, man, I appreciate talking to you, man. I've had a lot of fun. Uh, I, I look forward to the October show and we'll obviously link up before then to do some more cool things. Another uh, radio podcast like this in-person interview once we can come back together in the same room without having to freak mm, yeah. out. But uh, I wish you all the best, my man. I hope your clientele still uh, stays stays steady, and I know that you're probably going to be tooling around for uh, with with your bandmates, trying to come up with some new sounds or some new stuff for your fans. Uh, bef- uh, before we get out of here, just tell where everybody tell everybody where they can find you at on the uh, on the socials. All right, so everybody, you can find us on Reverb Nation. I know it's a dinosaur for everybody, but you know it still works good for us. We keep our songs up there. <laughs> Reverb Nation. Uh, ReverbNation.com. Uh, it's Evil Assassins. E V O L, not Evil. 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 Uh, for those, for those of y'all, just put love in the mirror and you can see it. Oh so, da- damn! Look at that! Look at that! I'd have, I'd have, so you can, I'd have never thought of that you one. Find it, you can find us on there. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, all the good spots. Uh, but yeah, as far as that man, our songs we we strictly want to keep them there on Reverb Nation. You can hear our three our three out. Uh, three demo album on there. Uh, we're getting, we're finishing up our new other album that we've been trying to finish out for about another two two years already. So we got that one coming out soon. But feel free to give us a listen. Tell us we suck. Tell us we rock. Hey, it's all good news to us. That means you're listening. Exactly, and that's the point. Just turn it up, and if you don't like it, hit skip and just let them know they suck. But you know what? At least you heard. There you them. go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, Andy, take care, man. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to go hunt down my little monster and see if she's okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to double check on mine because mine are crazy. So, well, it was good talking to you, man. I appreciate everything you've done. Yes, doing sir. For the community, doing for the scene. Keep same it up, to you. Man. Same. You're doing an awesome job. We can only do this if everyone else keeps doing their hobbies and their passions. So, exactly. I, I'm in this for the long haul. So, but definitely, man. No, it was great, great talking to you. Like I said, let me know. Uh, let me know what, what, else, what else we need to do and we'll go from there, buddy. All right. Sounds good. Again, I'm Ryan right. with Dave Texmo Podcast and this was Andy Flores with Exposed Underground, The Hive, Evil, Assassins, and all kinds of other fun shit. <laughs> all right, guys. Talk to y'all later. All right, Have later, a good man. One. Be safe. Bye-bye.